It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled The Good News and the Bad News of Christmas. And our scripture reference is Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. At least one person asked the question every year. Isn't it sad people want to take Christ out of Christmas For a couple of years, I thought the war on Christmas conversation was over. That's where that question seems to come from. I was wrong. Today, I don't want to get into how saying Merry Xmas isn't snuffing out the Savior. By now, you can Google that yourself. And would you find it strange if someone wished you a Merry Modi Day? I suspect you would. That's because you're not Buddhist. So maybe saying happy holidays is a way to be a good neighbor. The fact that Christians get riled up about these points broaches another. Have we taken in the message of Christmas? With Christmas, there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is Jesus is Lord. His kingdom is at hand. Freedom replaces oppression. Mary's prayer and Simeon's blessing hint that this freedom isn't only from sin. That's good news if you are someone like a shepherd. The incarnation shows you are not forgotten. In fact, God chose to first tell lowly shepherds of his son's birth. It could be that it would matter most to people like them. The bad news is just as important to understand. Again, listen to Mary and Simeon. Not everyone benefits from God's kingdom. It's not that everyone can't. It's that many won't. The bad news of Christmas is for the oppressors. The book of Hebrews points us to Jesus by interpreting many Old Testament ideas. Hebrews concludes that God was always getting us ready to receive Jesus. God says of Jesus, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and the righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. This kingdom isn't going anywhere. And wickedness has a religious, ethical, and civil meaning. So, oppressors, beware. Now, what does all that mean for us today? Well, ironically, there is a war on Christmas. There always has been. Remember Herod? The kingdom of God has its enemies. Their fight has nothing to do with Christmas cards or holiday greetings. It's righteousness and wickedness. The question I wish people would ask me every year is, how can we keep Christ in Christmas? We. Not department stores, not coffee shops, not even whole nations. How can the church keep Christ in Christmas? That question turns the attention to how we live. How did God fight against wickedness? By sending his son. 
Love, compassion, and humility are all found within the incarnation of Jesus. Jesus chose to associate with certain people. He also reserved his harshest words for other certain people. Do we share his outlook? Here's a quote that ties into what we're talking about. The waywardness of the modern church is that it misconceived its mission to be one of emblazoning Christ or embroidering Christianity on the body rather than embodying Jesus in flesh and blood. If you and I are going to join the real war on Christmas, we're called to fight the same way Christ did. We don't obnoxiously shout Jesus. We live Jesus. That's incarnation. Stay blessed.